Check this out. Welcome, welcome to BLPA Big Show. Hockey sports, life for the adult athletes. Yeah. Powered by the Beer League Players Association. You better follow me. Follow us. The BLPA on every social media outlet. Follow the crew on Twitter at Nicker Jones. Let's get it. Here we go. Welcome to the greatest hockey show in the world. Good week, everybody. What's going on? I'm here with my buddy Jason. Jason, what's up? What's going on, Nick? You know, just getting ready for the holidays. Christmas season. Tis the season, or I guess tis the week, really. Yeah, absolutely. Happy holidays to everyone out there. Yeah, and um, I'm super stoked because it's like um, last year my kid knew what was going on. He was three, but now he's four, and now he's super stoked for Christmas. And it's always like it's a good age because like whenever they're doing anything bad at this age, you can be like, hey, you don't, if you don't watch your shit, bud, Santa's not coming. And then they're like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You know, so I think we got a good one or two years, and then they're kind of like, fuck, fuck, what, you know, I don't care if Santa comes. And they're like, okay, well, shit, I got to find something else around the holidays. Um, so – Hey, did you listen to last week's episode without you? Uh, yeah, of course I did. But I want to be honest with you because I'm getting ready to do this read. Did you hear the howl that old old that Zach did? Ooh. Oh, man, he just went, the, hey, we should just play. We don't even need to do the howl. We'll just play that one over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think we got it. That's, we've got it figured out. So shout out Michael Cosentino. Let them know we got the howl figured out. Yeah, we do. But, you know, since Zach's not here, uh, we're just going to have to go with our own howl. And just so you guys don't know, if you haven't listened to this your first time, thank you for being here. But this show is brought to you by HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow! HockeyWolf.com. They're a pro shop. They're, they're based out of the Pacific Northwest, Montana, Seattle, those places. But they do ship all around the country, probably even to Canada. I don't know the rules. There's probably some rules somewhere. But they can have you taken care of, whether you need team wear, whether you need jerseys, whether you need equipment. They're cool people just like uh, you and me, beer leaguers, trying to make beer league more affordable for everybody. They also dabble in lacrosse. They have some uh, BLPA stuff that we don't have. And they have a whole line of CCM gloves that are branded uh, from all 50 states. So if you're into that kind of thing, they're really cool gloves. I'm not a CCM guy myself because I'm, you know, king of the Eagles. But go check them out, HockeyWolf.com. Ow, 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 ow. Ow, ow, ow. So, hey, any, anything uh, exciting happening uh, to you or happened to you in the last couple weeks since we talked to you? Something exciting, man. No, not really. Like, uh, you know, like you said, just getting ready for uh, for Christmas. Mine's a little different. I got an 11-year-old and a 2-year-old. Um, so one already knows Santa isn't real. Uh, oh, I probably said the spoiler alert before that. But I hope there's uh, no the kids listening. I hope there's no kids <laughs> listening. Hey, if hey, if you're a parent and you're letting your kid listen to this show, not doing a great job of parenting. Just yeah, just yeah, to be really, upfront. Really on them. Yeah, it really is. But but you know, that's what we do here on uh, the BLPA. We shape the minds of the hockey youth. That's what we do. And uh, from some uh, pretty fucking morally sound individuals, to be honest with you. Exactly, and then and then in my two year old, like she she knows she says Santa when she sees Santa, but she doesn't know what Santa's about, right? She just knows the guy in the red with the beard. That's mm-hmm. that's a, a guy named Santa. So um, it's a little bit easier for me this year with uh, with those two being so spread out. Yeah, you know, it's a shitty. We were supposed to go down and see my folks uh, this past week. We were actually supposed to leave uh, 
Thursday, and we were going to come back, I believe, tomorrow, which would be Tuesday. Today is Monday, but just so everyone uh, knows. And uh, we just, with all the, the COVID stuff, we were just like, you know what? Like, I'm, I'm boosted, boosted up like a motherfucker when I was in L.A., so I, maybe I'm not uh, fully boosted. I'm just in the process of being boosted. But I did pot a couple goals, if that means anything to anybody uh, that's on the fence about the boosters. But my wife isn't. My kid can't get vaccinated because he's he's not quite he's not quite uh, five yet, and so I just was like, ah. And my dad was like, you know what? Just uh, just don't come, which didn't really hurt my feelings because he did pay for all of us to come as a Christmas present to my mom, and he was just like, yeah, just just stay home. We'll do it again in the summer or something. So I was kind of bummed about that, yeah. but uh, but other than that, you know, just you know, living life, having a, a little break here from from hockey before 2022 hits and shit gets wild. So, so I, we haven't talked in a while, like you said, so I do have several questions, you know, as we go through the, I won't ask them all now, <laughs> okay. um, but, but speaking, speaking of LA, yep. I, I heard a rumor that the Sunday snakes did not make an appearance. Uh, and, and I was wondering if you could clear that up for everybody. Yeah. The Sunday snakes, um, I, I, you know, I just, I got so tired of hauling so much stuff in my hockey bag. It's way easier when we have like the RV and the trailer and my bag can just travel around in that, but just, just carrying everything all the time, like, you know, ferrying it all the time, it just gets old. And so I was looking for ways to, um, to lighten the load per se. And I, uh, I took all my hockey gloves out completely thinking, I'll toss the snakes back in at the end after everything's cleaned out. And I just did not, um, I did not toss the snakes back in. And I think it, I think it fucked us, bud real bad. I think it fucked us real bad early because I'm going to say our team, if you listen to last week, you would know not the most gifted offensive team in the tournament as the least amount of offensively gifted, um, like, you know how in Vegas, when we were all on team, we thought we were going to not be that good and not score any goals, and we went out and scored a whole bunch of goals? Opposite. Yeah. It was the opposite. Like, when I looked at our team on on Friday, I said, Phew, this is this is a team to beat right here. And I, I did predict the A championship and B championship correctly on the front end, but it, it required a lot of luck, really, because our team was the worst, and we shocked the world on Sunday morning against the uh, undefeated Louis Vuitton or the draft Vuitton team uh, to stamp our ticket. And then we lost a very, I think it was a two to zero game uh, with an empty, it was the empty netter uh, was the second goal. And I think that probably me not having the Sunday snakes uh, was uh, the reason we lost. Ooh, backfired on you. Now, if I was on your team, uh, I probably would be taking this pretty hard, but luckily uh, I wasn't, I wasn't there. So, um, you know, I'm going to let it fly, but I feel like, you know, some guys are pro- guys and gals are probably let down. Yeah, I mean, I, I let that team down. Uh, the previous one in Vegas, I let the team down because I couldn't play on Sunday because of my, you know, my injury. But I think I kind of fixed that in two ways. One, I bought a bunch of like like ankle sleeves that have padding up, up the whole ankle, and I wore two of them, and it didn't bother me. And I also got a, right. new, a new pair of wheels, rockets, vroom vrooms. Yeah, that was my next question. I saw uh, I saw on the Twitter that you that you got a new new set of wheels. Yeah, I'm I'm unsure on them. I didn't. Uh, okay. I I I didn't try them on. I, I I've wore 
Bauer. I wore Graf's for a long time, and then I went uh, back to Bauer, and I've been wearing the Supreme line for a few few years, and so I just dig them. And I guess the Supreme line now is a very low cut on the ankle, I've been told, and I didn't like that because I'm a bender, so I need all that ankle support. So I went with the Vapor line, but they said it's okay because now they have three different fits. They have Fit 1, which is the old Vapor fit, like the thinner narrow one and they have fit two, which is the Supreme and fit three, which is the Nexus. So I just ordered my size in a fit two and I haven't got, I've got to try them on, but I haven't had them on the ice. They are really snug. They hurt my toes, which I don't like. And so I'm a little iffy on them, but we'll see. I mean, the only reason I bought them is because I have a buddy that works at a pro shop and he had already bought some new skates and Bauer gave them all a, uh, like a thank you for working in pro shops gift card so i got them at half off and so that's the only right. reason that's the only reason i purchased them or no i got the code because i'm an international beer league playboy and that's just the kind of the perks you get when you you're an international beer league playboy aka naturally, naturally. aka my friend gave me that discount code but <laughs> <laughs> but i yeah i got i, I mean listen i i mean i, I needed some new skates just because i think maybe the padding wearing down i made mean, these other ones for a few years I do play a lot of hockey, so, um, yeah. But anyway, so I let you down in Vegas. I let my team down in, in L.A. So, basically, how am I, can I let my team down in in Philly? And let me tell you how I'm going to do that. I'm just not going. <laughs> I'm just. Um, That's one way to do it. Yeah, I did it. Show them. Um, but, hey, before we get any, any further, I do got to talk about the social media channels. You can follow us at all social media channels, the BLPA. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, on Instagram. You can find us even on Pinterest. Go follow us. Go check us out. Rate and review. Hey, it's Christmas. You want to give us a Christmas gift because we've given you so much uh, funny jokes. Well, most people think we're funny. You've given us so much. We've given you so much through the year. Why don't you give us a little rating or review? Five stars only. Good reviews. People were like, here's your review. You just write it. And so I'm writing things like, these guys fuck in our reviews. So that's our latest review. Cause someone said here, just write whatever review you want. When I was in LA, I'm like, all right, Nick and Jason fuck. And that's our five-star review. So perfect. You know, if it's on the internet, it's, it's true. not wrong. It's not wrong. It's not wrong yeah, at all. Not wrong. Um, I just, I just wrote what everyone was thinking anyway. So if you're digging the show, support us. Patreon.com slash the BLPA. The most greatest. But yeah, so uh, lots of lots of I mean, as we close out the year, lots of big things. I definitely am not going to Philly. We just discussed that uh, as a group today, and the reason is is sound. It sucks, but the reasoning is sound. You got to make smart business decisions sometimes, even at the detriment of your own experience and what you want to do. And so we just kind of talked about how the tournaments are kind of mashed up, uh, really close together, or even a couple weeks apart. But if we all go and we all get Omicron, then there will be no one left to run a tournament like Iceland. And so I said, okay, um, I really want to go to Iceland because I think it's rad. And, and because I dreamed up the idea. So I was like, I don't want to take the chance. And maybe I would, if I did get sick, it wouldn't be very long, but then I'd have to like come home, be quarantined away from my kid again before I leave for Iceland. And I was like, you know, it's not really fair to coop. And so let's be smart about it. And let's, uh, let's, let's, let's think about this as a, a, a business decision. 
So we have a crew that's running that one without me. I'll still be overseeing things, just so everyone knows. Don't try to pull any any funny shit because the commission ain't there. But everyone will have a good time. I mean, you got a good team. They've done them by themselves before. Like I missed when I had COVID last time, so it's not a huge it's not a huge deal. But then we have that, and then as we as we go on through, we might have to make these decisions depending on how long Omicron lasts. Like some people's some people are being very optimistic, Jason, and saying, "Well, this could burn through in just a few weeks because it's going so fast." Maybe I don't know. I'm not a I'm not an epidemiologist. You know, I can't even say epidemiologist. it. I, well, you could okay, yeah. so you could be one. You can say it. I couldn't even say it, so I couldn't be. I am a scientist, a doctor scientist, just not of, of that. That's just not my branch. Right. You know, you want to stay in your lane, which makes sense. Yeah, you you, you have to stay in your lane. You know, like people that try yeah. to, you know, I, it happens all the time. Like I almost got sideswiped today going to get Buffalo Wild Wings for dinner. I was just like, bud, you got to stay, stay in your lane. lane. You got to stay in your lane. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, but there is a lot of uh, cool BLPA stuff coming. And I guess since we talked about COVID, I know there are people that go to these tournaments. They listen to the podcast. They want to hear information about it. So here's your information on the tournaments. I, I've got a lot of messages. I've had to send emails out. None of the tournaments are canceled. All of them are still full go. We work with the rinks. We contact the city. I send emails every day. Hey, what's going on? This is what we're doing. As of now, we're all good. Philly, we're all good. Uh, Iceland, I mean, they only have like 200 cases a day. Of course, there's not very many people there. But, you know, they only let, they'll only let you come in without a quarantine if you're full, fully vaccinated. So you have to show that. You have to, you have to uh, test to come home. So, you know, I'm, no one freak out yet. It's not, not time to freak. Let's, let's, let's be cool. Right. Stay in your lane. Everybody be chill. Yeah. Stay in your lane. Keep it cool. Stay in your lane. So that, that's basically the updates. Everything so far is a go. If it does spread really fast and it's out of here in a few weeks, Hey, that's effing awesome. I don't know if I truly believe that, but I do, uh, you know, because I'm, I read and I'm a scientist. I've looked at some, uh, some of the reports from South Africa. It looks promising. Obviously it's a different population. It's a, it's a different, uh, different culture, different everything over there. But if they stay true to that, I mean, we, if you're vaccinated, sounds like you're, you're going to be fine. So, um, and even if you're not vaccinated and you catch it, maybe you still be fine. I, I don't know. I'm not an epidemiologist, right? So, but anyway, I do have some exciting news. Oh, what was that? Was that yours or mine? Wasn't me. Oh, you didn't hear but it. It did sound like Michael Myers. You I did, did hear it. You did it hear like it. Michael Myers. You heard it that time. Hold yeah. on. Yeah. Well, let's see if you can hear this. Can you hear that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Clapping. <laughs> so, oh, sorry about the cough, right? The mic. That's very unprofessional. I, I am sick. I've gotten sick since uh, since LA. I've been sick since I got home. It's not COVID. I've tested like five times, but it's a shitty ass cold. So, sorry, drink, gotta drink a lot of water. Stay hydrated because that's what athletes do. So, that's how you do it. So, <laughs> speaking of, uh, of other new fun stuff, uh, I think I saw something about a, a BLPA like monthly VIP box or something. Oh yeah, the, oh yeah, the, the new. You want to hit me new, with that? Yeah, I will. Uh, well, let me let me hit you with this first. Okay, here's the deal: we sold a lot of merch in a, in a couple years, a lot of merch this past year, and I think it's a thing. I think it's it, it's it's a way to keep the BLPA brand going, to keep having you know a lot of merch. I, I like merch. I wear a lot of merch. You should see my closet; it's ridiculous. And so um, I, I feel like I failed a lot of people on the merch side of things just in terms of shipping and, and all this stuff, especially the Canadian beer leaguers, because the thing is, is they have to buy 
the merch right now in U.S. dollars. Then they have to ship it uh, with, you know, crazy uh, fees to ship from USA to Canada. And then they got to pay duty. So a lot of Canadian beer leaguers, there are people buying it. But, you know, I just, I, I feel bad for them. I feel bad that they're, 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 they're getting it right up the old tailpipe on this stuff. So uh, I've also been doing a lot of research and I, we want to hold more stock so we can ship it out faster. It's not print on demand. The margins are better. It is a business. So obviously you want to, you want to, you want to make more, right? Because making more means you can right. do more stuff. And so we've been looking for a space to uh, a BLPA office, the, the HQ really. And so I had this idea about the VIP club and I was like, if we, but if, if we're going to do that, we actually have to have a space so we can have, you know, a place to put together the boxes and mail them out from. And so I think we found a space and I think we're going to probably move into it at the first of the year, which will be really cool, but it's a small space. Like it's just, it's, it's like a back office in, in the back of a, a hockey Jersey company and they just have this extra space. And so we're going to rent it and we're going to try to grow out of it. That's the plan until we can have a big fortress that's an actual, you know, we're going to own a rink one day, maybe a few of them. But for now, we got to start small. And part of that is uh, the BLPA boxes. And I think it's, you know, people like our shirts. And so we thought, you know what, what better way to connect with people than to do like uh, a shirt of the month type of club. And so I was like, yeah, but how can we, you know, keep increasing value? And so it's going to be basically a, a, a BLPA VIP box for beer leaguers. You're going to get a shirt every month. And there's going to be a lot of other goodies in it. There'll be like a BLPA membership card, which will have a unique code to you and you only. And it'll come with a lot of perks that are connected to that code that you can use it for on things that will, uh, the code will be active as long as you are a member or until the the rules change, which will always be grandfathered in. But uh, I, I think that it's, it's a cool thing to do to, to give back. And, and, and on the, on the benefit is we can help a lot of other hockey companies, um, you know, be exposed to the BLPA brand by sending them their stuff, whether it's, you know, tape, other gear, other different things. So I, I just thought this is a pretty cool thing. I don't know how many boxes we'll sell. I mean, we sold a bunch of merch. Uh, the, the original goal is a hundred boxes and then 250, then 500, then a thousand, and then 20,000 boxes. That that's how many people are in our group. So uh, we're working, we're, we're working on that to fill the first one. I've already got 12 t-shirt designs and it's actually 10 t-shirts and two hoodies. So if you, if you go six months consecutively on the sixth month, instead of a t-shirt, you'll get a hoodie. And on the 12th month, uh, you'll also get a hoodie. So that's kind of the deal. I, 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 I would dig it. It's, it's stuff I've, I've done the, the boxes in the past. There's a lot of people that love those kind of boxes. So hopefully a lot of people will, will uh, love it. Sounds super dope. I can go ahead and tell you, you got one customer for sure. Um, but then again, I'm, I'm a sucker for those like membership things. So, uh, you know, I, I think I just fall perfectly into your, to your marketing there. Well, and, and you also go to like draft experiences. And so one of the codes, uh, one of the, one of the things with this code is every draft experience will be 10% off. There you go. So you're basically, you're, you're almost, if you go to, and I know a lot of people don't go to one a month, but if you went to one a month, you would almost pay for the box with, with the code. Right. So, it, I mean, right. for, for me, it just, for me, it's, it's a no brainer and it, the, the hard part is, um, obviously, you know, the balancing act between affordability and value and, you know, all the things you can, you can do to it. Right. Because, you know, you 10% off is 40 bucks basically, 
uh, uh, off a draft experience. And so, you know, then you have a shirt, which if you bought a shirt, our shirts are 30 bucks, our hoodies are 55. And then you got to, you know, take in, take in consideration shipping. And so there's so many things to do, but I do think it's a, a cool idea and it, and it gets us, you know, lets us expose our brand to, to other things. And so there's a lot of other cool things we can do. Like at first we're like, well, let's not sell the t-shirt of the months outside. It's like, okay, well, what if we print more than we have? We have to sell them outside. And we're like, okay, here's what we'll do. We'll sell the t-shirts outside, but we'll raise the price by whatever, 10 bucks on the shirt. And all the, all the extra that we sell the individual t-shirts that aren't in the, the club, we'll donate that to charity. So for example, like the February shirt is, um, it's like a heart made out of hockey sticks uh, that, and it, it, we have a version that says give blood. We have a version that says donate life or something, but we would then sell the extras that we have and we would donate that to organ donation or something. So, you know, a lot of ways to kind of do, you know, fulfill our mission of making the world a better place through sport. And so that, you know, it's just kind of a cool thing that I, I, I think is going to be awesome. And I can't wait to see, you know, what company we already have a few companies that are, that want to get involved. And, you know, I talk to companies almost every day. So uh, pretty stoked about it. Awesome, man. Well, it sounds, it sounds really cool for sure. And, we, and we're going to have an office. It, too bad it's not big enough to put in one of those like shooting batting cages. Ooh, uh, uh, the hockey shot net that also doubled as a batting cage would be pretty, pretty rad. So like you could be dropping clap bombs and you're like, you know what? Nah, I want to hit some dingers now and then just start hitting dingers. That would be insane. There you go. There, there, there's a rink. There's a dingers. rink. At, yeah. Dingers only, bud. There's a rink in in Austin, and they have like uh, this this brand, uh, this baseball brand. It wasn't big when I was playing, but it, it's bigger now. It's called Marucci, and it might be pronounced different, but it's spelled Marucci, Marucci. I don't know. It's Mar- I think it's Marucci, or it could be Demarini, but I think it's Marucci. It's Marucci, I think. But anyway, they have these batting cages in this hockey rink where we play our Austin uh, draft experience and the BLPA Fest. And they actually have like a, a virtual screen and it looks like you're batting in major league stadiums. And so, you know, like w- when you go to Dick sporting goods and they have the golf thing and it shows you the simulator, this will show you how far yeah, your, yeah. it shows you how far your ball goes. Uh, and so you can't actually hit major league dingers in this batting cage. That's pretty sick. And I now, did, I did hit a, some. Did you? Yeah. So, so I played softball. I played baseball growing up. I played slow pitch, you know, men's beer league softball uh, before I started playing hockey. I'm not a home run hitter, uh, but I can. I'm I'm a guy who can put it anywhere. You want me to put it down the right field line, left field line, gap in the center, wherever. I'll just hit a liner, uh, you know, wherever there's not somebody. Or in the case of coed, wherever that one chick is that is just on the team for fun. Um, but I, I think if I got in that thing, I'd be a little embarrassed at, at how far away I was from, from getting the dinger. I like it. You're like a, a Tony Gwynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I, I like that. You're like the beer league Tony Gwynn. I like that. I, you know what? When I was playing, I, I did not hit it towards the girls. Because one time there was you a had gr- more integrity than that. Well, it, it wasn't that. I, I, well, maybe. No, no, not, no, I didn't. Um, but like we played one time and there was a girl on first base and I hit a fucking piss rocket at her, just a fucking missile bud. Like it just, I mean, opposite field and everything. And, and it hit her glove. Like she had it in front of her face, but I hit it, I guess so hard. It took it after it hit her glove, it went back into her face and broke her nose. And she was like bleeding. Ooh. 
everywhere. She dropped the ball. So I ran down and touched first base and then I made sure she was okay. <laughs> but, uh, but I always felt so bad then that I'd be like, yeah, I don't want that to happen uh, again. Yeah. And so it's kind of like when so, I was, and, and just, to, yep. Go ahead. I, I was just saying when I was 14, we had a place called celebration station, which is like a uh, go-karts and that kind of stuff. And a girl, yeah. a girl like spun out in front of me and I ran over the top of her car and I don't know what I, I don't know whatever happened to her, but the ambulance had to come get her. And so I, I just felt bad. It was kind of the same like flashback situations. That's brutal, man. And, yeah. and just to be clear, we're not saying all girls are bad at, no. at softball. No, not, there, not there, there were also times, there were also times where there was a dude on the field that I'm like, Oh, I'm hitting it to him every time. Well, you, I just meant that generally in co-ed, most teams have the one girl who's like, not really a ball player, but she's on the team because she's friends with somebody or she's just looking somewhere to hang out. So just want to make sure before I get, you know, my first interaction on Twitter from a, from a listener is, hey, all girls aren't bad at softball. I've played with some phenomenal yep. uh, girls who are just crazy, way better than I could ever be at, at baseball or softball or whatever. But it just in general, there's, there was usually in co-ed that one girl on the team that wasn't really there to play. She was just more there to drink and hang out. Yeah, and you can always tell because she always pregames. And there's the dudes are the yeah, same same sure. way. Like, and you can watch them warm up, and she's all like she never throws the ball, and she's always right. like has a high pitched laugh. And she just always, you know, talking about not ball stuff, right? And uh the same with the dude, like you can watch him, like you can watch him warm up and do 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 a couple, you know, wind sprints. And you can be like, Yep, that's the guy right there. That's that's the guy. Um, but yeah, I mean, no, definitely. I've played with a lot of incredible ball players uh, that are male and female. And uh, yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing, uh, nothing underhanded here. We just, uh, Jason's right. just trying to hurt people, really. Uh, <laughs> and me, I did hurt that girl that one yeah. time. And I was like, oh shit, you know, that sucks, right? Turn it up. Be a beauty. Subscribe, rate, this is and review. Let's get it. Do you know what NFTs are? I I have a basic understanding of what NFTs are. I made BLPA NFTs yesterday. Don't know. And do I have one yet? Uh, no, 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 no. Um, but I I think listen. I here's the deal. I don't know a ton about them. I know some of the features. Like one of the features is okay, I can sell one of my NFTs and I can set like a commission on it. So if it's resold, I get a portion of that, which is really cool. Uh, one, because it would be nice to make some money. But two, uh, I think it's the way of the future for things like event uh, tickets and sporting event tickets because there's always those scalpers. And this is a way that uh, organizations and and teams or you know artists can recoup some of that money from scalpers you know, having those bots that buy all the tickets and then reselling oh, them yeah. obscene amounts, right? It's it's insane. So I think it's really cool. So we have like, I don't know, like I minted, <laughs> minted, like I really know what I'm fucking talking about. Uh, <laughs> I, I minted uh, like four different designs. Like I literally went into Adobe Illustrator and made an 8-bit hockey player and an 8-bit BLPA logo. And that's one of our NFTs. It's really cool. And so, you know, I, I, yeah, I, I'm giving some away for free. So all, all you have to do is if you DM me uh, on Twitter at the BOPA and send me your Ethereum, 
or Ethereum. I don't know how Ethereum. Your Eth. Send me your Eth wallet, and I'll send you over an NFT for free. You don't even have to pay me for it. But I will let you know that if you ever sell it, 10% comes back to the BLPA. So what I want you to do is I want you to sell it, and then I want them to sell it, and I want them just to keep selling and selling and selling and selling. That's what I want. But for all of our loyal BLPA people, I think NFTs are cool. You know what? We might even we not might even include NFTs in the in the subscription box. It's like, hey, if you sign you up go. for a subscription, give me your F, uh your F wallet address, and then we'll send them out uh, a NFT, and we can collect them, we can trade them. Maybe we can. I know there's a way to connect where you're like, okay, once it does this or this, or at a certain point of time after so many trades, there's some kind of unlockable thing to where you can send them something. So like. Okay, like if this thing gets sold, you know, 15 times or if it hits a certain amount, you get this. Or whoever's holding it at a certain date will get, you know, a BLPA merch pack or a free decks or something, right? So there's all, all sorts of kind of cool things that you can do uh, in that space, even though I don't completely understand it and I'm not really all that artistic. But I did get on Adobe Illustrator and make it. And I, I'll did I send it to you? Yeah, you did. You sent me the picture. Yeah, I made like that. Not, you didn't send me the NFT. You sent me the I just sent you a, a picture, which is basically the same thing. Right. But something different. But so yeah, yeah. So I spent time, like I was literally like, I had so much stuff to do last night and I was reading. I was like, oh, let me see if I can make one of these. And then I looked up and it was like three and a half hours later. And I was like, <laughs> shit. Well, I got one. Here we go. So yeah, so we we have BLPA NFTs. So uh, you know, man, you know, I, I'm talking with a lot of people that, that deal in them and there's, there is cool things you can do. So maybe we can make them like little virtual BLPA trading cards and trading them around our community and, and attaching some cool stuff to it. I think that would be a, a pretty, pretty cool way to just kind of gamify things. Cause you know, people like to win. Yeah. People like to win. So, well, well, in the same, in the same realm, I, uh, I'm in the middle of building a crypto mining computer, Ooh. uh, so that's what something. Will, what, I guess. Will you, what will you mine? Uh, Ethereum, probably. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, like I, the, I think so. I also don't know, um, you know, yeah. much about this stuff, but I, I feel like I'm getting left behind. I feel like I got to do something. Well, it, it is crazy because you do you do hear all this stuff all the time. And listen, the BLPA isn't the youngest of folks. I mean, there are a lot of young folks in there. Uh, obviously, I'm not one of them because I use the word folks, but. You know, when you when you say so to some of the people, like they're like, oh, fucking stupid, Bob. But it's not like, OK, maybe you think it's stupid because it's different than what the way we've always done it. But that's the that's the great part about the world. It always moves forward and there's always different and unique ideas. And, you know, even if NFTs like fell and bust on their face and they're nothing, it, it's just something different, a, a different perspective uh, for your mind to, to try to go someplace. And you never know what can be what can grow out of those different perspectives, right? I mean, can you think about like the Wright brothers when they're building this fucking airplane? Like, yeah, we're going to fly around like fucking birds. And people are like, that's fucking stupid. Why the fuck would you do that? And they're like, right. yeah, because it's cool and it's different and it's unique and we want to do it. And then I'll, now look how much we fly, right? So, I mean, I'm trying to buy a flying car when they come out. If people buy enough subscription boxes, you know? And <laughs> that's, hey, if, that's the goal. So if you buy no enough... No pressure anyone, but yeah. we're... We're trying to get a flying car here. I'll give you rides in my flying car, like the Jetsons. I'll be like, meet Nick Jetson, his friend Jason. 
you know, his dog Astro. And uh it's gonna be a good time. Yeah, and then we'll then we'll we'll after we buy the flying car, then we'll buy the rink. And I well, I got so many ideas for a rink, it's not even funny. Rinks are rinks aren't cheap, one. And two, they don't yeah, make very sure. much money. Uh, unless you're just right. extremely good at it and, and I'm probably not gonna be extremely good at it. But I want a rink and I want it to be called the Nick. It's just what it, it can be called whatever, but everyone will refer to the first one as the Nick. And the idea for the first one is it's like a three sheet complex. Obviously it's near some hotels, but we also have a big ass parking lot that is an RV parking lot. And there'll be, there'll be like concrete pads. There'll be level, but it'll have the best RV internet in the world. That'll be the, the only thing, because that's the one thing I hated when I was driving around. I could never get good internet. Couldn't stream anything. You know, so I basically, uh, that's what I want to do. And there'll be three sheets. And then I have an idea for one in the, in the, in a more city area where it's like a, a hockey country club. Basically you just leave all your bags okay. there. And whenever you, whenever you, uh, whenever it's your game, your bags are in your locker room and you know, it's just a, kind of a higher level of, of, of the game, right? Where we're just beer leaguers, but we're, we're bougie. We have those, you know, Louis Vuitton jerseys. Those Dior jerseys, like we had in LA, and you're just—it's just the, the the beer league country club. That's the next idea. So, just bad and boozy. I like it. Buy a bunch of boxes, boys and girls. Uh, so <laughs> speaking of BLPA, we can make this stuff happen. Yeah, I, okay, yeah. If you want, hey, if you want to make cool shit like this happen, if you like, I'm like the Willy Wonka of beer league. All right, I just want to do weird <laughs> and crazy shit, and you know, I, I'll invite you. I, I'll give you everyone a golden ticket. You can all come and see how weird I am, but we gotta we gotta get there first. And the way to get there is to buy right. BLPA boxes and merch and come to the tournaments. So all I'm saying is, if you want to be a part of history and you want to build something great, you just gotta stick with the BLPA Big Show. Me and Jason, we'll do it. Yeah, and, we'll and, take you there. Yeah, we'll take and, you to the promised land. I mean, let's not forget Randy and Jeff and Dan, like all the people that make it happen. Uh, they're there too. But speaking of Jeff and speaking of the BLPA, we don't talk enough about what's hot in the BLPA group right now. And we do have something that's quite hot. It's uh, the age-old question. What is, what's the worst part about Beer League, Jason? What, what does everyone complain about? What does everyone hate? Ringers. The BLPA Big Show. Coming to you live from a locker room or parking lot near you. For the game. With a beer. At BLPA Big Show. Ringers. Yes. And those are also a problem. In uh in the beer in the BLPA, and the draft experience, and so, I, someone just sent me a message on uh the BLPA, which by the way I'm banned on Facebook for thirty days or something. No, a week the first time, but I can't do groups. But they sent a picture of their new baby. Uh, the baby has a literally has a onesie that says straight out of the BLPA, and he's laying on this three draft experience jerseys that this guy's been to, and just says big shout out to. Nick and Randy and the entire BLPA family for the onesie future beer leaguer in the making. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. He'll see us in Tampa and or Boston. And this guy is the guy that came to Austin when his baby was almost due. And so he was worried, but uh, awesome, awesome pictures. But anyway, back to the ringers, Jeff Peck. So the the ringer thing though, it's, it's a different problem in, in the decks, right? Cause we welcome the ringers. We do. Decks. We want, it's we not, want ringers. It's not like, it's not like regular beer league where we want the ringers out. Right? Yeah. We want the ringers, bring the ringers. The question is, 
who's the ringer. Who is a ringer. Exactly. And that's the hardest part, right? Because as I say, like when, when I have this whole blog on BLPA.com where, that it says how we draft and, you know, uh, a Calgary six is way different than an Oklahoma six. Not, not distant, not distant Oklahoma. It's just different. A lot of people in Oklahoma didn't, didn't grow up playing hockey like they did in Calgary. And so, you know, what I find is especially like, let's, let's break it down. And again, not stepping on toes uh, with America and and Canada, but what I find is that especially the Canadian players that have played their whole life, when they rank themselves, they, they tend to to underrate themselves and not, not maliciously, but they'll say things like, I'm a six. I've seen so many better hockey players than me that I'm just a little bit above average. And then you'll have a guy, and I see it a lot of time in the States, don't see it as much in Canada. Doesn't mean it's a, a, a law. It's just a hypothesis. It has to be tested by the scientists. Uh, but a lot of people in the States will say, oh, I'm the best person in the uh, lowest division, so I'm a, I'm a six. But then when you right. when you match those sixes up, one one is way better, right? So, um so anyway, so it would be the it'd be the it'd yep. be the same way if we were if we were drafting football teams. A Calgary six and an Oklahoma six would also be very different. Exactly, but probably the other way around. It, it, well, one hundred percent. I mean, not to not to diss on like the the Canadian Football League, but the games that I've watched in the Canadian Football League uh, remind me of my high school football team. Right. Like it's a like yeah, we, I was at a not the same yeah, level. I was a big high school. I was a I was a, a, one of the biggest high schools in Oklahoma. Uh, we were in the, the highest class in size. And like that's the, the players look the same. Like it just, it's a, it's a different level. And it's not bad. It's not good. It's just, you know, just like Canada always wins uh, USA or I'm sorry, Canada always wins gold in the Olympics, which we'll talk about later. They, the, the NFL players, the American players would always beat the Canadian football players at football. It's just the way it is. I, I, I that's what I believe anyway. And obviously Miracle on ice, you play them 10 times, they might win nine. Maybe that happens, but I would I, I would just say there's a higher level of football in the state. But anyway, so, but sometimes you have players that are good, but always say they're not good. I'm not that good. Why do you keep putting me in the ring around? I'm not that good. And one of those is our friend Jeff Peck, and we talked about it last week on the podcast about ringers and all that stuff. And so it got me, it got me curious. Uh, what people thought. And I went back and I started looking at his stats. Um, And I didn't break it down by goals and assists, just by points. He's played in 23 tournaments over the last two years. That's 115 games. He has posted 231 points. And contrary to popular belief where people say that Jeff Peck doesn't pass, not all of those points were goals. He does have assists as well. And so my question was, uh, would that be a ringer? Like, if, like that's 123 games. I'm sorry, 115 games, 231 points. He is literally at two points a game. And so for me, if you, if you, if you think back on like a league game, if you saw a guy in your league that had two points a game and you weren't in the highest division, you would say, oh boy, needs to move up. That's a ringer. And now I get it. I've seen Jeff Peck play a lot and I, you know, I'm not, I'm not a coach, but I played a lot of hockey. Like I can usually see a guy take one or two strides and be able to say, okay, this guy can play or, you know, 
Um, Because skating is 95% of the beer league game. But Jeff can skate. He's got, you know, uh, obviously crazy hands with a toe drag, and he's got a great shot. Um, Maybe, and I think he has good vision. I've seen him make really good passes, but usually he'd much, no offense, old pecky boy, Usually he he'd rather he'd rather make the pretty dangle, and I get it. Chicks dig dangles and goals. I I get that one hundred percent. Um, and so he has all those, all the all those qualities, and, and he's usually he, he usually leads the tournaments in in points or goals or whatever. And I always put it. I I say I got to put you in the ring around. I say I'm not a ringer. I'm not a ringer. I'm like, but it doesn't. If I put you in the ring around or if I don't, you're you're gonna lead the the tournament in points. And to me, that's a ringer. If you if you lead the tournament in points. That's a ringer. Right? Yeah. I mean, there's something to be said for that for sure, right? Like, I, I always say you look to your ringer to, to add points during games, right? So yep. if you're adding points every game, on average two per game, pretty good. Now, the argument, the argument on, on, the, other, on the other side of it is he can't carry a team. He's not a guy that's going to go out there and win you games. Which I also get because Peck does play a lot better if he has another high-level player with him, feed him, set him up. That high player will feed him. It takes all the pressure off of him because I have seen Peck, you know, not pass to me in the corner in Charleston because he's trying to dangle three people at the blue line. I'm down in the corner like, but I probably won't finish this, but I I can get a shot off, you know. I can try. I, I mean, I'll try real hard. And you were on that team. And so, yeah. so yeah. So, I mean, that's the question right now. And right now we have 168 votes or something. And it's, uh, it's 50 to 49. Cool. So, and, and, and listen, here, here's what he said. I'll, I'll read off some of his stuff. Cause he, he's talking, let's see. Someone says, just let it be known that his only move is a toe drag. He may get apples, but he doesn't really score. And I'm like, okay, he scores all the time. What are you talking about, bud? All the time. Literally all the time. Um, Uh, Even though I give him a ton of shit, Jeff Peck is a first-rate player, and I would play on his team any day. Based on my Dex experience, he belongs in the ringer draft round every time. Next one. Jeff is not a ringer. He's a second round 100%, but you have to take into consideration each tournament skill levels are different. I agree. Not a lot of high-level people sign up sometimes, so if no one comes that's a high-level player, then he would be a, air quotes, ringer. Uh, But not overall. Uh, ringer and you know I uh, said okay I have to agree Jeff is a solid player but depending on the skill levels of each tournament because they're different okay so we, we've established that the skill uh, levels are different um, but someone Kevin said he's one of the best uh, round robin second round players out there meaning he's scores a lot on the first day but not on the second day <laughs> uh, uh, Jeff's not a ringer but a great guy uh, to have on the team See, I'm trying to see where Jeff, he flips off everyone that says, yes, he is a ringer. <laughs> and he says, uh, none of you are helping my case. I argue with Nick all the time. I'm not a ringer, but I'm always in the ring around. So many people are better than me, but I am in the ring around. So uh, obviously he doesn't want to be, right? And someone said, I, I think you're going to lose this one, buddy. Points don't always translate to a ringer. I've only played in a couple tourneys and situational awareness, uh, either on defense or breakouts is a major asset. You do tend to forget there's a defensive zone, JK, but you're in the ringer class. So I'd rather be on your team than against you. 
Uh, do, 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 do. Yep, there you go. So, I mean, we do want Ringer. We we want more better players. And maybe if if you have better players, then Jeff Peck is a second a second line guy. But when you're putting but when you're putting up two points a game, uh, I mean, he plays in the D League in Columbus with no issue. Please consider that. Love having him on the team, but he's not carrying the play like you expect a ringer to, which is uh, true. True. I, I so it's 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 I guess it really does come down to the to the uh, tournament and the skill level that's there. But I mean, he's played in in some high level tournaments and he's still putting up two two points a game. So I mean, there's some tournaments where he where he had twenty points in the tournament. Yeah. So I, and I think I played with Jeff a lot. Uh, I've been on his team, I want to say, like the last four tournaments in a row. Um, and I, I 100% agree that it's totally dependent on who is playing in that tournament. Because in Eagle River, Wisconsin, for example, it was a very low skill level, very low. Jeff was absolutely a ringer in that tournament. Like, if there, you know, four, four ringers, there were not four there were not four people better than Jeff, right? So he had to be in the ring around because he's one of the top four. But I've also played on teams where Jeff was in the ring around and there was a guy who wasn't in the ring around that was better than him. And I'm like, yeah, maybe that guy should have been in the ring around and Jeff should have been in the second tier round. Um, so I, I think the answer is Jeff absolutely can be a ringer, um, but he doesn't necessarily always have to be a ringer. It's depending on, you know, who shows up. And really that could go for anybody, right? Like, yeah. If all of a sudden a bunch of ex NHL players wanted to start playing in deck tournaments, then suddenly you know our ringers would be dropped down around, right? Um, or so or it's, it's all situational. Or we get a decks with all beginners, and me and you are in the ring around. Perfect. How how are we gonna play? Which how are we gonna those? be the best defensive duo in in decks history if that happens? You know, but we'll we'll find that, it. We'll that find will it. make it tough. Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. I mean, I don't like straddling the fence here. I, I just don't. I I, I I like to be direct. I like to I like to put it right down on paper, put it in stone. And because of that, I'm going to say Jeff Peck is always going to be in the ring around. Unless what? unless we have I mean he wasn't in the ring around in in LA. He was in the second round and guess what? He put up like 13 goals, right? So he outscored everyone, even the ringers. So, I mean what I mean what do you do, you know? So Jeff Peck to me is a ringer. In, in the style that we're doing, situational awareness aside, because I do know, that, you know, there could be four or six players that are better than Jeff, and in that, in that, um, in in that situation, then no, he's he's not going to be in the ring around. But if there's ever a question, if there's ever a uh, should he should he be there, I'm always going to err on the side of dude has two points a game, he's going to the ring around. If it's if it's you know yeah. going between a couple people, I mean that's just the the way it is. And, you know, that's why I get paid the little bucks is to make those decisions. I, I have to live and die with the decisions that I make. And so I'm going to make that decision and, you know, sorry, Jeff, but you are a good hockey player. Take, take, take pride or solace in knowing that I think you're a, a damn fine hockey player, son. See how I call them son. Yeah. Yeah. All right, moving on. What's what's up next, bud? Uh, well, we talked a little bit about COVID, um, and we're talking about you know some really good beer league players. So you know, I was wondering what you think. So I don't know if you've heard the news, but it sounds like the NHL players are not going to the Olympics. 
Heard it. Um, that that so. was the uh, the reports that are coming out. So my thought is, what if we just send beer leaguers, best beer leaguers, yeah. out to the Olympics and yep. just and just let them represent the country? Yeah, one hundred. I mean, because listen, what what better way to to take the pulse of a nation and to represent everything that you're all about than a bunch of fucking beer leaguers? We love our countries, whichever country we're in. And we're, we're going to go out there and play hard. We're going to leave it all on the ice unless we've had too much beer and then we might fight, might spill over into the fucking locker room, whatever. But all in all, we're a pretty good good gauge of humanity and the population in each of our countries. I think this is a great idea and I would love to explore. Who do we need to speak? Like, do I got to write Uncle Joe? Do I need to write, you know, uh uh, JT here in Canada, like who who do we gotta get on the horn to make this happen? <clears throat> yeah, I think there's like an Olympic committee somewhere. We gotta find their email address. I think that's where we start. Oh, ha- info at ioc.com probably or or <laughs> ioc.org probably. That's okay. Yeah, there you that, go. That's hey, I'll 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 pin the letter tonight and I'll write. It. And you know what's funny? I I actually think I I remember. I I remember something where um when the when they didn't go last time. Uh, a beer league team from Calgary uh, wrote Justin Trudeau and said, "Hey, we'll go. Like we go every year to we go every year to like this. I, I can't remember where they're going, Puerto Rico or something. And uh, we'll, we'll we'll go. We'll, we'll go for it. And then it, it, it you know got some pub. Uh, that's pretty funny. And then oddly enough, the guy across the street from me, uh, someone broke in and stole his hockey bag in his garage. He had it open. Someone just walked in, took it out." Fuck, right? And it was in a community thing. And so I went over there and I gave him a pair of BOPA gloves and said, here, you know, if you, if you like them, keep them. And if you don't, uh, if you, if you want to buy something else, um, then, you know, just return them. That way you have some gloves. Cause he said, that's the only thing he was missing that he had to go buy new. So I thought, yeah, why the hell not? I got talking to him. He was on that team that wrote the letter to oh. Justin Trudeau. Yeah. And so, but I, I do think it's a great idea, uh, for this, it's such a good idea, um, to do this. Uh, that we're actually planning on doing this uh, with our uh, tournament of champions, which is actually the BOPA World Championships. Um, have you heard about this? Have I have I told you about it? I ha- I do remember hearing a little something about it, a little a little rumbling about it. Yeah. So basically, I mean, we obviously we have BOPA members all over the world: uh, Japan, Russia, uh, Czech Republic. We 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 got them everywhere, and some of them do travel around and play tournaments. But we're we have the BOPA bashes and. You know, these guys, maybe they'll come for a BLPA bash. I, I highly doubt it. But the, the plan is for every winner of the BLPA bash is going to go into a tournament where you can only get in by winning. And then I got to talking to some of my friends and like, well, you know, like as a team from the Czech Republic, we can't come win it and then come back. So I thought, you know what? We can make it a world championship. And obviously all these are, uh, you know, U.S. champions. And if some international team wants to grace us with their presence, we can just offer them uh, an honorary invite into the world championships. And then we can truly make this a world tournament. I dig it. So, you know, we're working on a couple places right now for the world championships. One of them is Southern Florida. One of them is Vegas. And one of them is Toronto. So those are the three people we're talking to, to make, to make the tournament of champions happen. And, you know, who knows you win from wherever we play. We're in what we're in Denver or Colorado Springs. 
we're in Philly, we're in Columbus, Columbus, uh, probably the top supporting uh, BLPA uh, state in the union right now, uh, or I guess city, uh, but Ohio in general, huge BLPA folks in, in Ohio. Um, so we have one oh, there, yeah. um, and then we have, little, little, I'm working on one in Banff, I'm working on one in uh, Toronto, and there was one, I think there was one more, wasn't there, uh, Vegas, I know Vegas will have a tournament there, but I thought there was one more, I thought there was one more bash, I could be, uh, Seattle, I, I was working on one in Seattle, so uh, definitely a, a lot of cool things, but I think that would be rad, it would be almost like the Olympics, and I'm kind of, I'm kind of bummed that the, the NHL guys aren't going, but you know what? it was always Olympics to me were always amateur athletes. And so, you know, yeah. we, we get to yeah. actually see some amateur athletes uh, play. So. I think, I think that's awesome. Uh, I still think we got to write the letter, right? Still yep. Yeah. Well, I mean, Olympic thing, no but, one wrote it but to jail. Best would be right. Second best would be the BLPA world champion. So. Yeah. Well, we're, we're going to, we're going to go for the Olympics, the beer league Olympics. And then, then we'll go BLPA World Champ if it doesn't work out. I mean, I'm pretty confident that the Olympics will work out. I mean, it's a short notice now. Um, yeah, but like who else is going to be able to go? Exactly, like we're ready. We're, I mean, Just let us go. we we could we could probably get together at least eight countries for sure. Uh, I think. Yeah, I mean, I'm packed now. Let's let's go. Yep. Yeah, me too. And, and you know, I think we, I think we could do it. I, uh, you know, I, but who would win? I. I don't know, man. Beer league is different in a lot of different places. Like we, when we played in Salzburg, Austria, we said, oh, we're beer league. Oh yeah, we're beer league too. Lowest level beer league here. I'm like, okay. And we're watching these guys play in like the Red Bull arena and they were fucking, <laughs> they, they weren't any beer leaguers I'd ever seen, bud. Like they're, they're literally like horseshoeing. Like they were doing, they were literally doing the pro warm up that you see at an NHL game. Yeah. And you're just like, the fuck? The beer league? I, I had a buddy who, who went over to Sweden for a job, and he also tried to join a beer league. He said he went out there, and, and same thing, right? They're like, yeah, we're the lowest level beer league. You know, come on out and play with us. It'll be fun. They, he said the same thing. They were doing pro-level warm-ups. He said then they started the game, and it was full contact, and dudes were just laying guys yep. out. He was like, yeah, I don't think this is the beer league for me. <laughs> well, it's the beer league I'll watch. Uh, but, yeah, right, yeah. yeah they, they take it. They're on another level. So, you know. Uh, U.S. Beer League versus Canada Beer League, probably pretty similar. But listen, I'm I'll go over and take last place. I have no problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That. I not, just want to represent my country. Not a problem. Here we are. Here we are. Fucking <laughs> hockey house. Just you know, what, what does that dude on TikTok say? Like uh, nose darts and you know hockey bunnies and yeah, that's what we'd be we'd be all about. Like you know, I mean, we're all married guys. And we'll all be like, well, you know, I, I know you. You'll be there without your shirt, showing off all your tattoos. Um, of course. I'll be on a mic karaoke and probably. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it'll be a real it'll be a real time, bud. Yeah, it'll be a good time. It'll be a real time. So, all right. Anything. I mean, we've, we've been here almost an hour and, you know, I, I enjoy. Hey, I, you know, we've, we've, we've been told we need to be more positive. All right. True. And, uh, True. you know, I'm, I'm bummed that the NHL is going, but I was super stoked that all the, all the team that you like the Alberta teams are all good. Both of them. I'm going to cheer for both of them because I'm so positive now. Um, but, <laughs> uh, I, I, I just, I just wanted to, to do like a, a hockey festivus thing again this year where you air your grievances. But I thought, no, this is, this is BLPA positivity. 
And how can we do that? What can we name it to where we air our positive stuff out? So like, hey, you know what? Like, you know, it's it's been a long year and you guys have all done great things and I'm going to tell you about them. And I, you know, and so I think that should be what we focus on in three days. We'll record something again in three days, Limbacher. And, but we got to come right. up with a name. It's like the opposite of Festivus. Um, okay. So we think I'm a big Seinfeld fan, so yeah. I'm with you. So you know what I'm talking about. You know the air grievances. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think we I think we should do it, but it should all be positive. Okay. And, that, and that's how, and we'll make people feel good about themselves, you know? So See, all, we're taking your feedback and yeah. we're applying it. That's what, hey, I'm a student of the game. You know, <laughs> I'm always learning. Always trying to yeah. be better. I will always want to better myself, and I want to better you, Jason, and I want to better everyone that's listening. And you know how you can better yourself? Once these BLPA VIP boxes become available, you can be a better person just by being involved. Yo, crack open a cold one. The BLPA Big Show is coming right at you. Lastly, lastly yeah. uh, it's bowl season, college football bowl season. Obviously, I'm I'm positively bummed that OU isn't in the, in the playoffs uh, because of you know positively awful human being uh, coach, but things are looking up for the Sooners, and there are, is a bowl game, and there are some coaches that are not going to be coaching there last year or next year. They moved on, but they've taken the high road and they're going to coach the bowl game. So I'm super stoked about that. But I'm only mentioning bowls because did you see that Barstool has a bowl game this year? I did. It's like the Arizona Bowl or something, right? Yeah, and I think Boise State and uh, somebody. Yeah, and I, I I saw it on International uh, El Prez, uh, you know, selecting the teams. Which okay, cool. And I thought, you know what? If Barstool can have a bowl, why can't the BLPA have a bowl? We should have a bowl. We should have a bowl. But here's the deal. Here we're gonna turn on. You know, to be bowl eligible, you gotta have six wins. But. You know, all teams don't have positive seasons. And since we're all about positivity, we want to give the teams that aren't bowl eligible a place to play. And even to further that, we want to give the worst teams, the the no-win teams, a place to play. The BLPA Bowl, where even even the worst teams got to play for something. I like it. I like it. So you're you're a fan, and you your team hasn't won a game. Going into that last game of the season, you have something to root for. Yeah. I need this team to lose so they can get into the BLPA Bowl. Well, I mean, you don't want people throwing games for sure. Um, but I think, it, I mean, it, you know, it, these guys, like these kids that go to college and, okay, maybe they weren't good enough to play for a top-tier program like the University of Oklahoma or the University of Alabama or, or whoever's in these big-name bowls, but they got to further their education they maybe yep. got it for free. They're just not on that level. And, you know, they, for the last, how this year, they just got shit pummeled all year. And you know what? And they're still obviously gifted athletes. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is like, you know how many people, like there's what, a hundred, I don't know the exact numbers, but there's 120 people or 120 NCAA schools, right? And the roster is 50 people. So let me do my quick math. Uh, 50 times 10 is 500, so another 10 would be 5,000, so that would be 100 schools, yep. and then 50 times 10 is another 500, so another 1,000, 
All right, so there's there's six thousand six thousand people, six thousand people, yeah. people in a four year, um, a four year, uh, program that make NCAA uh, Division One programs, and if you think about that, like my high school, had like, whatever three thousand people in it, so two high schools, right. two so basically, two full high schools, out of the state of Oklahoma. Uh, versus all the high schools in the United States make it to NCAA division one. So they're still gifted athletes. So we'll just give them something to play for. Now the only thing is like, you want to, Oh, it's last game, close game. I sure want to be in the running for that BLPA bowl. I'm going to lose this one. We don't want that. No, you know, but we want like legitimate and and we don't want the, what's that, (laughs) that fake high school team that was like showing up for uh, these ESPN games. We don't want that. We don't want that either. It was like forty-five-year-old dudes playing yeah. in high school. Kids yeah, and there's like and getting destroyed. Yeah, and just like you can't really like this guy looks old as fuck. He, like he's <laughs> li- like he like how come their warm-ups are you know just old man jumping jacks? Like they're not even doing push-ups. <laughs> they're on their knees doing push-ups. These don't look like high school kids, but I can't see I can't see in their helmet. So I you know they're all wearing those mirrored visors, so we can't see their face, and they were getting destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, hey, but hey, listen, uh, I know you're 40 and you used to play high school football. Uh, you want to be on ESPN? Well, have I got a deal for you? Do you just want to come play some 18 year old high school kids? They're they're kids. Beat their you can beat their asses, and then they get their ass handed to them. That's not what we want in the BLPA Bowl. We want the two worst NCAA Division One schools to battle it out for bragging rights. Not that they're the worst. Yeah. That they won a game in the BLPA Bowl. Yeah. And that's what we're here for. Positivity, spread, cheer, so and positivity. We're gonna, yeah, we're gonna need you guys to sign up. We're some boxes. Yeah, so hey, yeah. The, the only way we can make this happen is if you buy a BLPA VIP box. There will be a, a an option to leave a tip as well. Uh, so you pay the fee, and if you want a tip because you want to go, you want to see this bowl thing happen. Hey, whatever. Um, and so, the, yeah, the only thing about the VIP box because we have the people doing Patreon, right? And we do have people already at the the level of this box. So I, I just don't know. I guess I got to tell people like, Hey, listen, we appreciate you giving us money, but it's not enough. If you want the BLPA box, so you can continue to give us this free money uh, because you like what we're doing, or you can just roll it into this box. I think most people will, will roll it into the box. Right. Cause I'm thinking, I'm thinking it's like, sense. I think it's like 50 bucks a month. Right. I mean, t- maybe, gonna, maybe we can get Frank to, to come off the money since there's a box involved now. He, he buys all the merch. So why wouldn't he? Yeah. You yeah. Know? Come on, Frank. I, you know who I know who's going to do it? Cosentino. Michael Cosentino probably already got one somehow. He's, like he's, he literally he, he got it before we even. Yeah. Well, he heard us talking about it earlier in the episode, and he's already paid for twelve months. Twelve months up, in yeah. advance, he's just paid out in full. <laughs> so, uh, but anyway, so, so if you want to support uh, the boxes and the BLPA bowl, I think it's a great idea. I think we should. That, that's a goal to make. In addition to my rinks. And uh, having twenty thousand boxes a month, which is going to be an insane amount of work for me, but you know I do it for the folks. I think uh, the next goal is to make the BLPA Bowl uh, and the Beer League World Championships happen. So that that's you always have got to have a goal going into twenty twenty two into a new year. So nice. all right, good. anything to add? I don't think so. All right, well, well hey. In a couple days, we're going to be doing uh, the opposite of Festivus, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, next yep. episode, it's maybe it'll be uh, what's the date today? The twenty. Uh, we'll we'll, have, we'll probably have one more episode in between Christmas and New Year. 
But we'll talk about our Beer League New Year's resolutions. So get those. Start thinking about those folks. Tweet them to us at the BLPA. Obviously, you can uh, go to HockeyWolf.com. They support us. Ow, ow, ow. And uh, leave us a rating and review. Merry, give us some fucking Merry Christmas. Tell us Jason and Nick fuck. Like, it's true. Let's go. And uh, purchase our NFTs or actually DM me, get an NFT for free, and then sell it, sell it around the world because, it, you know, it's just going to come back to us, and that's how we're going to make the BLPA Bowl happen. Love it. All right. Uh, you can follow him at uh, Beer League uh, Jason on Twitter. You can follow me at Nicker Jones on Twitter, and you can follow us at the BLPA on Twitter. Be good or be good at it.